Saturday and welcome to the Saturday version of the Daily Walk. I'm your host Wayne Clevenger and today we begin the book of Hebrews. Hebrews is like a super good book. It's just loaded with good stuff about Jesus, about the life of a Christian, about just, I mean, it it would be your book of how we get stronger in our walk with Christ and there's a little apologetics there's a little everything in it it's so good and we start right off in hebrews 1 and 2 today with defending sorta this is apologetics who christ is and the author of hebrews is really not known it could be Paul, some think it's Paul or Luke, some think it's Apollos, some think it's Priscilla. There's just a lot of different people it could be. But if we look at the writing, you know, there's times it sounds like Paul, there's times it sounds like Luke. Just, just it could be, you know. But the cool thing is it's loaded with good information. And the main thing we always got to remember is doesn't matter who wrote it, it's all been inspired by God. God's the one that said, hey, put this in print because I want you to remember this. So we start off in chapter 1 with this stuff about angels is in the first couple chapters because the Jews are real big into angels. And, I mean, they're like every blade of grass has its angel. And they give angels sometimes too much credit so they're like almost giving angels and maybe they do give angels a little more credit than jesus and so paul's kind of saying hey look the son of god is greater than angels because jesus is god's son he's (laughs) The angels have their place, yes, but the Son of God, Jesus, is God's Son. That makes him God, too. So the word that we're spoken is through the Son. God promised everything to us from the Son as an inheritance, and through the Son, he created the universe. So he's kind of, whoever the writer is, they're going back to John 1, 1, which we read, you know, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Nothing was created without him, and everything was created through him. The sun radiates God's own glory and expresses the very character of God. And he sustains everything by the mighty power of his command. Remember, Jesus said, I don't do anything on my own. I do everything through the Father who gives me everything what to do. What he had cleansed us, when he had cleansed us from our sins, he sat down in the place of honor at the right hand of the majestic God in heaven. 
This shows the son is far greater than the angels, just as the name God gave him is greater than their names. Because God never said to an angel what he said to Jesus, you are my son, today I have become your father. God also said, I will be your father and he will be my son. So, this shows that he is greater than the angels, right? And all God's angels worshipped him, the son. So, God's son says, Your throne, O God, endures forever and ever. He also said to the son, In the beginning, the Lord, in the beginning, Lord, capital L, you laid the foundation of the earth and made the heavens with your hands. This is what God's saying to the Son. So again, it's a reflection back on John 1 1. So he's really pointing out how important Jesus is and how God talks to him to point out that he's greater than the sun. Now now we're going to go back to like Philippians where Paul's writing, which kind of gives us this hint of maybe who's writing. And he says, so we, in Hebrews 2, it says, so we must listen carefully to the truth we have and listen to it, to the truth we've heard and never drift away from it. Remember, we were told in Thessalonians and Timothy that people would take the truth and twist it and make it into what they want it to be so that it can work for them. And he starts talking about how we can't let it become something it's not. And then he talks about Jesus coming down to earth as the man. All right, so think about this. In creation, God creates man like him. Let us create man in our image, right? So God creates us to be like him. But then in salvation... God comes down to earth like man. Remember in Philippians, I think it's Philippians 2, he leaves the splendor of heaven. He leaves his God realm and takes on the form of man. You know, and in, again in 1 John, I think it's verse 14, he said, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. So he's making it a point here that Jesus leaves everything, and that's in Philippians 2. He left everything and took on human form. So for us to get salvation, for us to be created, he creates us to be like him. Let us create man in our image. And then for us to restore ourselves to him to get salvation he comes down in our image 
Are you following me on that? He takes on the form of man. God takes on the form of man. So originally God creates us to be like him, sinless, and with choice, and with an idea of what it's like in a perfect world. But because we have choice, we choose to go our own way and we fall away from God. But because God loves us so much, <laughs> he takes on our form as flesh and comes to the world to restore us back to him through salvation in the form of Jesus, the man. Now, remember, we're talking about angels. So in this mortal form, he has now become, for a little while, a little lower than the angels. Ooh, really? Yes, but here's what I like about this. This is in uh, Hebrews 2. You made mere mortals. What are mere mortals that you should think about them or a son of man that you should care for him? And the son of man in this particular verse is not capitalized. So here we're talking about men. Yet for a little while you made them humans a little lower than angels and crowned them with glory and honor. So that's when we were created and gave them authority over all things. He's going back to, cre the writer's going back to the creation because when we were created, we were created with honor and glory and he did give us authority over all things. Nothing was left out, but then we went our own way. So when Jesus comes down, and we're a world of sin now, Jesus for a little while was given the same position, a little lower than the angels, because he had to take on our form. And he suffered death because now he is in human form. But he was crowned with glory and honor because in his taste of death, he was our sacrifice and he was the one that defeated death and rose from the grave, but it took someone who was in the flesh to be the sacrifice for all flesh who could rise from the grave and defeat death so that we would not experience death anymore so that we could rise again and once again be seated next to God in the heavenly realms to be made children of God next to God. And Jesus said to God, I will proclaim your name to my brothers and sisters. I will praise you among your assembled people. And I will not be ashamed to call these people my brothers and sisters. Because now Jesus is the one that makes them holy to the, have the same Father. Capital F. Woo, that's cool. That's cool. So it says, because God's children are human beings made of flesh and blood, 
the Son, capital S, also had to become flesh and blood, for only a human being could he die, and only by dying could he break the power of the devil who had the power of death. And only this way could he set free all who have lived their lives as slaves to the fear of dying. So this way is how he gave us new life in Christ. And it's this way that we are raised to life in Christ because we know he defeats death and he becomes eternal with the Father. And so remember we're still talking about angels in here somewhere too, right? And it says he didn't do this for the angels. He came to do this for the descendants of Abraham. So because he did it for us, he had to do it in every respect to be like us so that he could represent us and be merciful and faithful to as our high priest before God. Wow. That's huge. So, since he himself has gone through suffering and testing, he is able to help us when we are being tested. So, that's chapters one and two, and that is cool. So, what is that telling us? A lot of times we wonder, what are we doing and we feel like we're not worthy, we're not worthy. But here's the thing. Think about this. God loved you so much, loved us so much, that he would throw off everything and come here and go through everything in the physical realm to show us eternal life. He went through all the things we go through. And, you know, I, I got friends that are going through some tough stuff right now. And I often wonder, is he trying to show us that, you know, we say we trust, but do we really trust? Here's the thing. If we put all our trust in Jesus and really, really say we do, then that's with our finances, that's with our lives, that's with our daily day-to-day living, that's with our kids, that's with our life. You are one with Christ. You are made higher than the angels. You are known to be a child of God. Remember who you are in Christ and that he is sitting next to the Father pleading for you and with you and that with Christ Anything is possible. And remember that he has gone through it all with you and goes through it all with you and that he is right there with you because he has tasted everything you're tasting. (laughs) And he is there. Remember the scripture that said, at just the right time. He came and rescued us. So whatever the situation is, whatever the hardship is, 
Remember that Jesus loves you and at just the right time, the breakthrough's gonna come and he's going to be there because he's never left you and he'll never forsake you. Just keep your trust in him because he is greater. Since he himself has gone through suffering and testing, he is able to help us when we are being tested. Keep that near and dear and know how much your father loves you. And the sun is right there with you. Have a great Saturday. We'll see you tomorrow. God speak. Would you pour down like rain? Washing my eyes.